and welcome back to the second episode. I am not going to lie. The second episode has thrown me for like a doozy. I must have recorded this about six times and nothing felt right. Um, I decided I wanted to go into my garden journey. That's what the second episode is about and how I started my garden journey, what it looked like, what I learned. And I kept recording it and feeling like it wasn't complete. It wasn't the story that it wasn't true. Like I actually even almost posted it last night, but this morning when I woke up, it all just clicked. So here we go. This is my gardening journey. Okay. So it's not linear just to let you know, but, um, I'm going to talk, take you back to the very first time I remember being in a garden, which was when I was a kid. So my mom was a crazy flower gardener. She even competed in the flower show every year with her roses. Uh, she always had us out there with her. She's told funny story, the same funny story our whole lives. And it's that the first thing Gina ever ate was dirt. And she, she tells everybody that. So I was out there while I was a baby and she had me out there and she was gardening in her like front flower bed gardening. Um, and she said, I just grabbed a handful of dirt and ate it. And I loved it. And she was like freaking out. And her friend Dorothy was there and was like, it's just dirt. It's not going to hurt her. So that's that's a funny story. Um, and my dad had an epic vegetable garden in the backyard. I have so many memories of walking in that garden with him as a kid and he would hand me cherry tomatoes and I would just pop them in my mouth. I remember carrying baskets of cucumbers to my neighbor's house because we just had too many and be like, here, please take some. Um, so even if I wasn't the actual gardener there, there was so much that I learned and my parents showed me how to garden. I was always like with them underfoot and I just learned a lot about how to grow gardens of all kinds. Um... And so I guess that's where like the seed was planted, I guess, if you want to use a corny garden analogy. But that's that's when I guess I fell in love with gardens and just was just in awe of of the amazement of gardening. Um, so when I moved into my first house, this was with my ex, who's the father of my oldest child. Um, and we moved in together because I got pregnant. And the very first thing I did at this house was grow tomatoes. <laughs> like we moved in in February or March, I forget. And um, about a month or two later, I was driving down the road and I saw this guy selling tomatoes on the side of the road on the Black Horse Pike. And I stopped and I bought six of them. And I asked the guy, what do I do with them? <laughs> and he's like, well, all you really need is good soil. So I was like, okay, I can do that. So on my way home, I saw this nursery, which was just a couple feet across the street, really. And I stopped at the nursery and I um, told them, I said, hey, I never grew a garden. I have these tomatoes. I want to grow them. Uh, he said, I need good soil. I mean, I just was like clueless. Uh, and he he's like, here, take this bag. And it was black cow manure. And he told me to mix it in my soil. And he's like, just mix this around with your soil, loosen your soil up a bit, and then put the plants in. I was like, okay. And I think he also gave me a bag of fertilizer and told me to like use it every so often or something. So this was 10 years ago. So my memory is a little jaded. But um, I do remember coming home and I told my partner at the time and I said, I need it. I need you to build me a garden. <laughs> and he was like, okay. 
So I remember being out there, though. I remember I poured the bag of soil on there. I um, I tilled it all up, and I, I kind of made, like, a soft spot, like the guy told me to. And um, my partner at the time, he was, like, a welder. So he made some tomato cages out of wire and welded them together. And then I just watered them, and they just started growing like weeds. Um, actually, his mom lived with us, and she would water them a lot in the morning and stuff. So by May, um, this was, like, Maybe they they had been in the ground for like a month or two and they were like two foot tall or something. They were like big and bushy. Like these were good looking tomatoes. Okay. And, um, by May I ended that relationship with him. I moved back into my dad's basement. I was about six months pregnant and, um, my dad and his friends came over. They moved all of our stuff out and took it back to my dad's house and, I was like, I can't leave the tomatoes here, right? <laughs> so I I knew a friend, his name was Drew, and Drew had a vegetable garden in his backyard. So I was like, hey, Drew, do you want to take these tomato plants? And he was like, sure. So I, I remember digging them up. It was like raining out, and I'm digging these tomatoes up. It was like the last day I had to be out of there. And I dug them up and I put them in a box and I drove them over to Drew's house and it's raining, right? It's supposed to be like this big storm, but it was just like raining a little bit. And so we go out in his backyard, we're digging holes, we plant these tomatoes into his garden and um, then the storm like watered them in, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, so I asked him a couple days later, like, hey, how are my tomato plants doing? And he said they all died. Like, the storm killed them. The tomatoes didn't make it. <laughs> I was so heartbroken. Um, and, and yeah, that that is the first story of my garden, my first garden, 10 years ago. And that was, I guess, my first little intro lesson into gardening. Um, I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> what killed them if it was just all the rain or just being transplanted in that much rain or I just probably dug them up without their roots I don't know but yeah my first garden and they all died basically kind of out of my hands but they all died um so continuing this garden journey uh my next garden was when I moved out of my dad's basement a couple years later and I rented a trailer so it had like a little bit of yard um but not like anything where I could make a garden uh, my daughter was like maybe two or three years old now and I got this grow kit kit for Christmas I don't remember probably one of my sisters got it for me or something I don't really remember but it was uh grow your own pizza kit Okay, and I think it was like oregano, peppers, tomatoes, and basil maybe. Um, the tomatoes must have all died though. So it was like mason jars and it came with like these expandable soil things where you wet them and then the soil grows and fills the jar and then you put the seeds in. Well, I put like so many seeds in and I had like 50 sprouts in each jar. So maybe that's why the tomatoes died. I don't really know what happened to those, but I do know what made it and that was peppers. So the peppers uh, definitely made it. And I, I don't know if like my mom came over and said like, you need to put that in a bigger pot or something, or I just realized that it needs to go in a bigger pot and I wanted to put it outside. So I bought this like big uh, outdoor container and I, and I bought it and I put the pepper plant in there. I think I just chose one. I don't remember. Maybe there was like two or three in there. 
sorry, this is a terrible story because I don't remember all the pieces. But what I do know, what I'm getting at, is that in this container, this it was maybe a five-gallon pot, but it was like a decorative one. And um, I put these this pepper in there, and there was so many peppers. They were like these little skinny red peppers. I didn't know what to do with them. I, they were spicy, I think. Um, and I had no idea what to do with them. I, like, was Googling it, and I... I think I dried them and then I put them into olive oil because I'm Italian and we do that. Um, but I don't, I don't remember if we even used the oil. I, don't, I think most of the peppers were like in the fridge, but, but it didn't actually pan out. Like, so with this pepper plant though, what I wanted to say was this pepper plant was growing in this big container and then I moved in with my now husband. And so I even took this pepper plant with me when I moved to the new house and um, I think it lasted till like November. There was there was peppers on it till November. It was crazy. I, and I was just so amazed like that. I will never get over that. Like you put a seed in soil and it grows into this ginormous plant and gives you food like that will amaze me every single year that I do it. Like it never gets old for me. <laughs> um, it, it's really fun. But yeah. I was clueless with what to do with them, but it kind of like sparked the fire. So I realized like I was really kind of into this and I started watching a lot of homesteading videos on YouTube about farming and gardening and one specific YouTuber named Jessica Sowards of Roots and Refuse Farm. Any of my friends will tell you that I love Jessica Sowards. Um, she was just like speaking to my heart at this time. So this was maybe like 2017, 2018. I was, I think I was pregnant with my second daughter at the time. Um, uh, she's five now. So this is about five years ago, maybe six years ago. Not sure. Oh yeah. It was when I was pregnant with her. That's right. So I watched Jessica's videos like religiously. I was like dreaming of a garden by this point. So now I told, it was my boyfriend at the time that I moved in with, but he's my husband now. His name is Joe. We can use his name. Um, he needed... I told him he needed to build me a garden, right? And I actually had like a plan for this though. So I knew I wanted a raised bed and I had seen a couple videos. So I showed him these videos of like what I was thinking of and we built the first garden like together. So he dug up the grass from underneath and then I put a bunch of cardboard down um, because these are like things like little tricks that I took from all the people I was watching. And we put up wood pieces like 10 or 12 inch wood planks so that would be like 10 to 12 inches deep of a garden of a raised bed and we used rebar actually if you know what like cement rebar is like these long metal poles and we put a piece on each side and like drove them into the ground and that's actually what held it up like we didn't even use screws um I, I saw like a DIY garden bed video and I was like this seems like the easiest way so that's what we did um, I knew that the soil mattered so, so much because that first garden, I just added some soil and it like took off. And I also knew this from watching the videos, of course, but I went to a local nursery. So this is different than the nursery I went to before. And I was like, Hey, I want to grow a vegetable garden. So like, which soil should I get? And they told me that they had this organic compost that was like loose. It wasn't like bagged. It's like a locally made compost 
And they said, like, our customers call this black gold. Like, all of them that grow vegetables in this compost say that they get, like, the best vegetables. I'm like, sold, right? That is for me. So my husband had a truck. So we, we got a truck. They put a couple yards of compost in there. And we filled up the garden bed. It was like a four by eight, four foot by eight foot garden bed. Um, and like when I tell you that this garden was epic, like otherworldly, okay, I am not joking. Like it grew so beautiful, so lush. Like I genuinely, I haven't grown a garden like that since, if I'm honest. Like I jam packed that thing with so many plants. It was a total jungle, right? But it was a sight to see. So I learned a lot of like what I liked and what I didn't like and all of that. But next year, the only thing that I told my husband was make it bigger. And so we did. We made it bigger and we added on sides to both sides. And it just it just has expanded from there. Like from that garden, it was done. I was a gardener. Like I was always going to have a garden. I remember people coming to our house and seeing this garden. They were so amazed, so curious. Like, how did I do this? How did I grow this garden? Like, what's the secret? Like, to be honest, it could have been like partially dumb luck. But like, I've now told you all of my experiences with gardening. So it's not exactly dumb luck. But I think like when I'm really searching for what was really the secret, it's just that I wasn't afraid to try. Like I, I got this crazy idea and I just went with it. Like that is who I am. I get crazy ideas and I follow them and I'm, I'm not scared of all these like, but if this, or like, what if that, like, eh, that doesn't really get to me very often or very much. It's just like, no, that, that's something like my soul is hearing this and it's like lit up. Like I'm going to do that. Like that sounds like it's for me. And I know deep down that gardening is for me. And when I know that, I just go 100%. And I mean, that's pretty much it. That's that's the gardening journey. Like I could fast forward to today, right? And so we live in a different house now than we did then. Um, we have six garden beds out back and a greenhouse. And to be honest, it was really tough gardening here for the first couple years. Like we had almost no sun. It was almost completely wooded, um, except for the front of our house that faces south. I actually grew broccoli and radishes in the front bed of like in front of my house, like where people put cute little like um, flower gardens and like maybe like a little cute tree or something in their front beds. No, I grew broccoli and radishes. Okay. (laughs) That was the first year because my, my backyard had so many trees. Like I was like, this is not a good place. Like you need sun to grow a garden. So that, that's what I did to compensate because I was going to have a garden a hundred percent. Um, it's kind of funny because I met like great success this first two years. I had amazing success. And since then I have been getting nothing but challenges. Like the universe is growing me and expanding me into a better gardener by throwing these tougher situations at me. Um, Like first it was shade, right? At at this new house, I I had shade. And then it was groundhogs at this house. Um, The groundhogs like ate everything one year out of my spring garden. Um, And now like my greenhouse is falling apart. So we have to attend to that. Um, It's just funny, like the way the universe works. Like I just sit back and laugh. I'm like, okay, these are all these challenges. Um, But really, it's humbling, right? And 
they teach me how to be a better teacher. Like, honestly, like, how could I relate with my clients if I just had an easygoing, amazing garden experience with no issues? Like, when they come to me with issues, how am I going to relate to that? How am I going to be like, oh, yeah, I've been there too, and this is what I did, right? So I know I'm throwing these challenges because I look at things differently. And if you keep listening to this podcast, you'll get to know me better and realize that I definitely don't go along with normal society all that much. Like, I make my own rules. So I think that's what I'm supposed to share here in this space is just like how I make my own rules or solutions to problems that may be different than what everything you Google tells you to do um, because I do look at the world differently and I look at problems differently. It's, you know, a blessing and a curse. But okay, well, whew, that now that feels complete. That feels complete. It feels real and authentic, and I am so happy to have shared that with you. I hope you enjoyed listening to that wild ride of a story. Um, If you're really wanting to start a garden this spring, like the very first thing you need to know is where to put it. That's the key to success. Like I was just saying, like sun is so important, um, and where you put it and how to build it, like that is essential. Um, the rest really just flows into place because plants want to grow. I mean, you can do finite changes to like make it better, but if you have the right foundation of like where your garden is, you'll be, you'll see a good amount of success. Like I can promise you that. So, uh, you can download a a guide. It's called the garden spot checklist. It's in the show notes below. It's the garden spot checklist. Basically it's just three things that you need. It's, uh, your sun, you need to have a lot of sun, you need to have access to water to water your plants. And then you also want to consider the direction that you face it, although that's like not 100% necessary, but you do need to consider the direction because the way that the sun shadows work and things like that. So you can download it from the show notes below and I will talk to you next week. All right, bye friends. (laughs) 